a baby in the face with a bazooka. Hello and welcome to another edition of the G.E.E.K podcast with me, Reginaldo the Third and Dan. Hi Dan. Wrong. Not oh, Dan. Wait. No, sorry. That's right. Dan's in Japan. Yes. Um, so while he's away, I get to do whatever I want. <laughs> and this is glorious. So, so far, I've already been in his flat. Right. Um, I've tried on his clothes right. for a bit. I've rolled around in his bed uh-huh. and then realized that it wasn't actually all that. Yeah. So, you know when you have like something you really want to do? Yeah. What I've done was just got naked and played his guitar. I've done that. Not with my fingers. No. No. No, no, no. Um, hi, Dave. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, instead of Dan, um, each week I'm going to have somebody different, probably the same guy. Yeah. For all three of these yeah. weeks while Dan's not here. The final one, though, I will be with Mr. Steve. Um, I think, potentially, if he gets interested and be... You know, I actually want to see him again. Well, last time you seen him, I'm pretty sure he was also at Dan's house naked. That that was true. The guitar, mm. still there. Yes, yeah, actually, a horrible, horrible image. Well, Didn't did. really need. It's there now. Deal with it. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, for long-time listeners of the pod, um, Mr. Dave is my best man and best friend. Um, he is the one that, whenever I talk about playing any co-op games with, like at the minute, Bloodborne. Yep. Which. Obviously, I know you don't listen to the pod because you're one of these cool kids that doesn't yeah, believe in yeah. podcasts and whatnot. No. Um, I've been chatting about our exploits okay. um, on Bloodborne and how I'm like absolutely amazing. Yeah. And you basically yeah. are there just for moral support. I, I, I'm literally the eye candy whilst you solo the entire game. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's right. just, you know, whenever whenever I need you, I know I can just be like, Dave! <laughs> just summon me down. And then you just you just come running, you know, with your hair flowing yeah. through the wind. On a majestic steed. On a majestic steed. Bullet bait. Exactly. Perfect. Or, as people will be fully aware of my, Dave, I can't do it! Yeah. Help me out! Yeah. And that's what usually what happens. <laughs> um, so I thought, who better to bring on a pod than you? Because I keep on saying so many random stories about you and, yeah. like, all the all the entertaining things we've been up to in in our lives and uh, and no one's actually seen you or heard you well here i am so what we're gonna do is just yeah it's basically (laughs) last week went really fun because as you're aware the pod fucked up so massively bad that we end up just having a random hour of just nonsense um i like the way that worked and i'm just gonna run with it now just wing it so your weekly geekly news fix um, maybe potentially put on hold for a few weeks while we just have your Reg League weekly fix. <laughs> I like it. So, since I'm in control, guess what was this week? Go. Monaco Magic. Ooh, what, what, what's that? This is possibly <laughs> the greatest thing in the world ever. So, Magic is the Monaco Anime Games International Convention oh, okay. thing, which basically meant Yu Suzuki was there uh, giving oh, an update on Shenmue fantastic. 3. So I lasted three minutes before I mentioned Shemu. Probably a record. <laughs> that's that's a good thing. Um, I'm, blo- I'm doing really well Blood at the moment. <laughs> Shemu. Um, crayon pop and baby metal. That's everything we talk about in Unity. the first three minutes. Yeah, we've got it. Um, we stop now. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, so yeah. So so Yusuke came on stage, um, showing off a gorgeous like minute trailer, all going around Shenhu's house. Um, didn't show you the character models, just like literally the house, okay. the environment, and just like how amazing the Unreal 4 engine just looks in Shenmue 3. 
got me so excited. I've now got the screens as like all my wallpaper Obviously, and, and everything. Yeah. Um, I've told her she can leave for the for the next <laughs> you know few days when I don't need her now. Yes, it's all good. I've got laminated paper. <laughs> Just life is good. So, so yeah, so that's, that's been shown. Um, there wasn't a lot of great deal of information he, he gave away about it. He just wanted to show off some new effects and like, the character models and whatnot. And it just it looks glorious. And I know other things got sent on there. No, but they, they didn't. That's literally I, yeah, it means nothing full convention for that one tiny bit of news and everyone wants to go home then. Well, it was great though because I made Ash put on my um, my Shenmue hoodie, the grey one that's yeah. got the foot racing on. I wore this one that I'm wearing right now, which okay. my any video you've seen on the Geek website, I wear <laughs> this hoodie, and I drank my Sapporo beer. Oh, fantastic! So uh, it was like full on Shenmue moment when I was like, no, I can watch this. And as soon as I put it on my phone, Ash was like, ah, oh, yeah, and done the usual, you know, and she just like she did with you just then yeah. when we were watching something. She just, just gets the yeah, phone and just puts videos. the fucking video yeah. on full blast next to her, and I was like, oh. You're not ruining my moment. <laughs> it's my moment. Um, but yeah, it was it was glorious, and that was probably the highlight highlight of my life. Was there any other even snippet of news that was worth paying attention to? Shemu mm, was there. Yeah, fair enough. Th see, this is the reason why we have Dan, right. because I just go ah Shemu ah, and then they disappear. If you'd give me the heads up, I probably now, I probably could have at least looked at some of this stuff and gone ah. Oh. No, no, Here's no. Here's one other thing, at least. Because <laughs> what I want is I just want this right. to be full of entertaining stories. Whimsy, if you right. may. Um, so you can do whimsy. Past. So last week, we were having a conversation um, about horror games. Um, right. And, like, The Ring versus a Grudge film coming out. Yes. Um, and it, it made me do a little giggle because it was a story about whenever we used to play horror games mm. with you. Yes. Um, told the story last time. We're going to elaborate on it now properly. Um, we used to be in Dave's kitchen. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> all the time yeah. because this was like years back and the PlayStation 2 was out and we used to be what about 13, 14 moving Something upwards like, yeah. um, going through and your little brother used to be upstairs so when mm -hmm. we used to play horror games we weren't the quietest of, That's not of, sugar of people our girly shrieks were not acceptable for a young child going to bed for school. No, especially um, with some of the language that was used between those yes, kind of screens. Yes. Um, so we ended up having to, like, as soon as he went to bed, we'll take everything down when it was dark. And it's brilliant because we're in the kitchen, we could have a brew, mm -hmm. like, flick that on. And back in the day, I used to smoke. Heavily. Heavily. Yes. Um, mainly around these sorts of <laughs> situations and scenarios. Yeah, basically, anything of, of, well, terror. Anything that was deemed even atmospheric. It's like, oh, time for a smoke. <laughs> yeah, go. I'd get stuck with all of the shit. Yeah. Yeah. So we used to do, um, like I said last week, save point, save point, um, or half an hour goes. Yeah. Um, so what I used to do was, like, every single sort of um, horror game I used to play, so Project Zero, I knew it was the lamps. Like, yeah. every time. If a lamp was a certain colour, you could save. As soon as a new screen hit, I'd straight away look for that and be like, shit, lamp, smoke. Yeah. Go. <laughs> when it was Silent Hills, it was a notepad. When it wasn't yeah. a notepad, it was a symbol. Straight away, again, new screen, look, yeah. smoke, go. And do this. Until in the end, Dave clocked on, and he was like, well, you know what? You can smoke. Smoking only takes two minutes. Pad down. I'll make a room. I'm like... <laughs> Fuck! Stop and sulking. <laughs> um, but then it, it brought me just back to like so many like stupid things we used to do all the time when we used to like do co-op um, yeah. on like so many games. And thinking about it, we've we've either co-opted or we've we've multiplayed. I think for most of my gaming career. Yeah, that's, I'd, I'd say that's quite accurate. It's, it's a rarity. I think, in all honesty, it's probably only RPGs that we solo. 
Um, Unless it was Lord of the Rings one, which was actually really good. What was Warlord, that, the Third Age? Uh, was it? It was, yeah, Third Age. Third Age was, really was, was until incredible. The, the final boss. But that was literally because it had a co-op <laughs> mode. We yeah. could do a co-op mode, and, and that was quite fun. But like for, for the most part, that's pretty much it. Um, all the survival horrors and everything, platformers, whatever, we do stage by stage, checkpoint by checkpoint, whatever. Um, but yeah, we used to absolutely batter them. Um, and sometimes it would be loads of fun. In, in the platformer sense, other times it would be nothing but a pain in the arse and a, a complete stress on my heart. So, in the horror <laughs> with these as well, um, Little Big Planet and Sonic, Little Big Planet, are two, <laughs> are two games that the series that will always mind me. You know how like um, if you've got like a, a brother or a sister when you used to play the games of that. My brother was never really into gaming at all, um, so every time we used to be able to do like a court thing, I'd always rely on Dave. Um, so when we're playing like Sonic Two or Sonic Three. <laughs> it would literally, I'm bagging tails, and they've like, no, if you're going tails, I'm fuck it, I'm not yes. playing anymore because I used to pick them up, land them on spikes or bad guys or yeah, anywhere I could do. Once or twice, it was like fine. I could, I could actually like you know go along and be like, ha 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 ha, you're so funny, you fuck. But then like after a while, it just became nothing but a hindrance and a stress and a strain on our friendship and violence would ensue and not so many fun memories then for you absolutely hilarious yeah Maybe, it was no. until like you know the beating started yes <laughs> we don't talk about them, <laughs> we don't talk about them Dave um, yeah but so so we had that and then we we really never played a platformer like at, at the same time together no. until you got the PS3 yeah and we had a little big planet and then I was like ooh this is just a like really fun platform QE platform game like, this would mm. be really entertaining and then I realised I could grab hold of you yeah and then so many jumps yeah. I was like <laughs> grab Done. Yeah, but it was like it, it wasn't even like little farty jumps where it was like you could like jump over and be like, oh, I fell. I'll just have to jump back up on the rock. It'd be like right, pinpoint precision. I've got to leap at an exact point and land on a tiny ledge. I can do this, and I'd go running along, and then you just not grab hold of me and stop me. You just tap the grab button. So I'd literally <laughs> grab hold for the faintest of seconds as I'm jumping, which would just take away all of my momentum and just plummet me down a hole. We'd lose all our lives and it's because of that. I've never played Little Big Planet since it's you very ruined true. what could <laughs> potentially be a fantastic franchise for me. <laughs> I will never touch it again. Literally as soon as a new one comes out, like nothing but untold rage sweeps up through my torso. Working at game, I'd, I'd basically had the, the whatever the last one was on advertising, like you know, on, on all these screens. And uh, as soon as I seen it and everyone's like, Oh look, it's Little Big Planet and then this evil scowl would appear on face like Fuck you, wretch. <laughs> Straight away. Like, oh, I could be good that. No. <laughs> it was just one of those, because I never had a chance to do it growing up. I had to like accumulate as much as I could do in the space of like an hour or two be around your house before it was time to go home again. <laughs> just had to condense all the dickhead into one hour. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Gotta get this out of my system. <laughs> but it was so much fun. But we went through like through stages where you had a, um, a PlayStation 1, which was... Um, I was trying to think of a nice way of saying it, but it was chipped. It was chipped, yeah. Uh, with the action replay card at the back yeah. and the little matchstick. Yeah. Um, you get all the, uh, all the little hooky games as well. Yeah. And we played so many awesome games. We used to have a Battle Royale Spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> Spectacular. Um, well, most people won't remember this um, game because it got banned very quickly and then it got re re turned into kinda, the yeah. Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, essentially. Uh, basically, does it taste the pain or bring the pain, uh, the Wu-Tang one? I can't remember. Um, however, originally it was a game called Thrill Kill, yeah. uh, which was this game. Mm. Uh, and it was all gruesome and 
brutal and horrendous. Um, but we used to sit there and absolutely batter that. And it was one of the first few brawlers, like 3D brawlers, yeah. I actually played. And I was awful at it. Yeah. But it was really, really oh, entertaining. It was so much fun. But it was like, I mean, you look at it now compared to the likes of your Mortal Kombat X and things. And you probably think that's, that's quite tame. But like back in the day, like when we were kids, we're talking like, what, 20 years ago? And seeing a prostitute ram a cattle prod down someone's throat until they explode, it was an eye opener to say the least. Unless you watch Emmerdale. Well, yeah, the, the, known for its cattle prod prostitutes. <laughs> but it was, it was it was something a little different. Like it, it really threw us. And then like the more you actually like got in depth with the characters. Um, you realise that a lot of them had like a lot of twisted like personalities. There was cannibals, like crazy doctors and things like that. It was absolutely mental. But the amount of time we'd spend battering that game, it was me, you, Nick, and Sean, and we'd all just like sit around, just absolutely lever it. We'd play that and then go from that to Worms as well. Another, so much fun. Another so much fun. awesome game. And again, yeah. that was one of the first online games that we played. Yeah. Again, World yeah. War Party was, um, was one of those games oh, which is incredible. So good. But it was one of those that was like the first online experience. And yeah. it was such a, a a great game, but it had such an amazing community to it. Mm. No matter when you're online, it was very rare you come across a dickhead, which you yeah, get I, all the time. I think the dickhead thing has been one of those that's like, you know, it's aged like a, like a fine wine. And then when you taste the wine, you realize it's just a bottle of piss. It's just literally just. It started off nice and a, a lovely idea, and then as times progressed, you realise all of the dickheads have come out of the woodwork. Yeah. And it's just ruined it now compared to what it used to be. But we're talking like in the days of dial-up, like playing playing worms <laughs> on dial-up was just the best. But yeah, it, it was. It was. It was brilliant. Like you'd go on some nights, and you'd basically find all your friends that have been playing for like you know months with you, and like they'd all be chatting and instantly recognise you. And then you could like jump on with your friends and like introduce them to all your friends and everything. Download all these crazy maps and things. So much fun. Really enjoyed it. I just wish you actually like have games like that now. That's the thing, isn't it? Because like Worms now isn't the same as what it used oh, to God, be. Oh God, no. Even though they tried to go back to the two D style now and bring yeah. it back, it's just it's lost its charm, unfortunately, which yeah. is a bit of a shame. Um, but there's just like there's, there's so many fun and awesome things that we used to play. Like I said, going back into like the Silent Hills and the Project Zeros mm. and doing a bit of a memory lane really is what this this whole thing's about. Okay. Is what I want to do. Um so while I've got you now, um some of the stories that I said years back in the pod I want to elaborate on it. at some point we'll get you in on. Okay. Um Silent Hill. Yes. The original one. Yes. Playing around at my house. Uh-huh. One of the first times we had this <laughs> um there was an instant with a child. And right that's probably not the best way to to, to start off Vi violence against a child much better <laughs> <laughs> so we would have been all about 14 15 so, i think uh, around that age yeah, came i don't out. remember the exact date but it was I, I was still technically a child so i don't think it it sounds as bad when i describe <laughs> it like that we were around at, at my house it was very rare my my folks went away um, but when they did, me and our Chris used to take it in turns to have like a mate over. Yeah. And it was my turn to have Dave over. So Dave came around. We played um, Project, uh, Silent Hill. Um, and it was all, all fun and games, literally, because we were in school the next day. It was like, what, 10 o'clock or something? Maybe yeah, something even like. less than that. Um, Dave shot off and started walking home. Now, Silent Hill had that really horrendous start where it was a little ghost babies and like yeah. really horrendous bad guys that were just, were really fucked up the whole ideological of it was just horrendous this is the thing like but also to again elaborate slightly um when i was younger i was for want of a better word a complete wuss 
I, I didn't yes. I didn't watch horror films. I didn't understand the logic of fear being entertainment. Like obviously now I'm older and much more cynical and whatnot. It, it all makes sense to me. You just like see people crying. Basically, yes. Um, they feed you. We get onto this story in a moment, then. <laughs> but um, yeah. So basically, like all of that, I couldn't get my head round. So when I first played Silent Hill. I wasn't expecting it to be enjoyable in the slightest. I'd played things like uh, Alone in the Dark and Resident Evil and things. And whilst I enjoyed them, I never really got far into them because they were just scary. And I, I didn't want to be scared for fun. But Silent Hill, for some reason, really drew me in. It was something completely different. It was it, it taken me out of my comfort zone, but kept me coming back for more. And it was an experience I'd never had before, especially in a video game. Um, so, obviously, seeing all these, like, terrifying monsters demons and things flying around coming out from under cars and whatnot absolutely shocking so when you're walking home and it's pitch black at night and you're basically like all, all this excitement and and fear is running through your mind what you don't expect to come around a blind corner at that time is a child <laughs> and the child bumps into you right so i instinctively did what any rational person would have done oh sorry about that mate yeah i punched the kid in the face as hard as i could yeah probably wasn't completely <laughs> rational for. right <laughs> um he slid across the floor nose bloodied instantly um and then of course my mind like caught up with me i quickly realized what i did and again did what any rational person would have done and ran home and left the child <laughs> Now this happened all in a space, like literally the end of my road, that corner. So like Dave left and about two minutes later, well no, it's actually it was about 20 minutes later, sorry, there was this kid with a parent like walking the streets and I was like, oh my god, Dave phoned me and was like, I think I've just punched a child and I was like, did he look like this? And he's like, yeah, I went, yeah, he's patrolling the streets with his dad. And I was like, holy shit, his face is all messed up. Right. I, it was a good punch. <laughs> uh, I don't want to big it up more than it was, but, you know... It was a Chuckler Dell Superman punch. I, I was impressed, uh, as well as scared. But I'm still maintaining this, and it doesn't matter who I tell this story to. Um, in my defence, and I, I still maintain this is a good defence, what lousy parent lets their child walk the streets at that time of night? That is true. Any weirdo... What were you doing walking the streets <laughs> that time of night? <laughs> I was going home from my friends. <laughs> I'm not allowed to be left out by myself, clearly. I'm a threat to myself and all this. We thought that's what he was doing. <laughs> he, thought he was just like, I've had such a lovely night playing Mario Kart with my friends. <laughs> and he's like skipping round the corner and all of a sudden... Like, so he's like, you know, he's, he's walking down the street. He's like, oh, wow, Goombas. Oh, that's... that's like my, oh, Cooper Troopers. My God, this is all stuff I've never seen. Crack. <laughs> he also he's never, he's never had crack before. He's never, <laughs> I was just thinking he's never played like Super Punch Out or anything right. before. Clearly, well, that as well. <laughs> clearly, I've uh, given him an eye opener there. Um, well, pretty much. Well, nose or, opener at least. Well, yeah, more than anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, but again, that that was his fault. Uh, he assaulted me by bumping into me. I'm clearly mentally unstable. Yeah, that is true. He so, really is. You know, basically, if anything, that kid's to blame and that kid's parents. And I was the innocent party in all of this. Defence rest. Defence rest. Dropping no. mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was one that one of the like the really like just 
memories that will always hold on there for me for our, our little gaming sessions. Um, we've had that. The Another one with Silent Hill. This is going to be predominantly all, I think, basically yeah, the scary ones, yeah. um, which I want to go into, um, especially after following last week's mm. conversation about The Ring and, uh, and The Grudge. Um, again, Silent Hill, I believe it was um, Silent Hill 4 we were playing around at, our, at mine. Um, Quite possible. Because we were old enough to have beers. Yes. I remember this. And, okay. and we had bottles of Bud. Yeah, so we were working. Yeah, it, w- it would have been uh, number four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we we had these bottles of Bud and we're playing around at, at, at my folks' house. Um, and we were, we were dicking around with these four bottles on the table, literally to the side of the TV. So it was, yeah. like, it was nowhere near the middle of the carpet. As, as we're playing, all of a sudden, all four of these beer bottle lids that we're dicking around with just landed really heavily. Well, this is it. You, you were literally passing the controller, because I remember it perfectly. You passed the controller over to me, so you had the controller in your hand, passed it over, I grabbed the controller. Next thing you know, we see something fall like from high in front of us, and these, con- uh, these little lids that we'd been like farting about with were in an exact like pattern, landed heavily on the floor to the point where it left an indentation in the actual carpet. I remember specifically because the conversation went like this. Here's a pad, silence. We both look at each other, look at the lids, move the lids, I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. I'm leaving you in your <laughs> fucked up house <laughs> with your crazy haunted beer bottle lids. <laughs> I'm going home. And that strangely was the last time we ever played a game at my house. I think it was actually, <laughs> yeah. Um it, it yeah, we didn't really want to after that. <laughs> we no. just stopped playing in my kitchen from that point. Yep, we spent so many, many a night until yeah. stupid o'clock in the morning at your house. Mm. But the thing that I used to love slash hate going around to, to Dave's house was he lived around the corner from me. But around the corner, um, there was like a little alleyway. And there was like, like Safeways. And the supermarket had a little alleyway for, for bikes to go down so you didn't go through the main road. And it was just corrugated iron um, on either side. Yeah. Of the um, of the alleyway, so when the wind hit, it would proper like yeah, sounds like it's proper like rattles, doesn't it? The whole thing, but then it doesn't help. You've got the uh, bushes that go over the top, so it yep. forms like kind of like a, a roof. So it's just pitch black. You can't see yep. a damn thing. They don't don't have a light or anything no. down there at no. all. And this is the days before you used to have smartphones or you used to have like yeah. mobile phones where you, could actually you just relied on your senses. So um, so it was genuinely terrifying when you'd be walking like be walking back and then all of a sudden it would like start the wind would pick up and your last memory was holy shit ghost babies yes. and you just have to start <laughs> running through or there'd be the times where i was old enough and we'd be playing like project zero which we'll go into in a minute um and i'd be walking down the alleyway and because we're old enough then and phones were out then you text me going like oh you left your keys here <laughs> but i'd be like halfway through this alleyway like oh shit oh shit oh shit and they'd be like, boop, boop, and like oh, fuck! <laughs> and like just run down the alley halfway home and go like oh it's my phone what's that I've got to cut back through the alleyway. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, it was just like horrendous times, yeah. but, but fun times at the same time. Maybe. Um, but I don't think that, that, unfortunately, gaming has that effect anymore. No. Because like, survival horrors aren't what they used to be anymore. No. And this is my issue. The likes of the, the new ones that are all coming out now are all like Amnesia or you know Outlast or Cast even, or whatever one it is. Yeah. Um, they come through. It's all first person. Even like PT. Well, yeah, me it's and you all uh, spoke about this similar. a while back, actually, didn't we? It's like all the horrors now um, are very atmospheric and not to take anything away from the game because they are, they are still good games. Uh, but it is all first person you don't have a weapon, you don't have any means of defending yourself, you have to hide. And while it does actually like 
give a element of, of fear and terror to it. It's not enough to make you drawn in because it's literally, as you've said, all of, all of those games you've mentioned are pretty much identical. It's yeah. just like a, a different skin. There's, there are obviously different like you know uh, entities to it and whatnot, but overall, it, it it's the same game. Yeah, and this is the sad thing because we we tried doing it with I think it was Outlast um, yeah. when I had it on the PC. I was like, go on, then we'll we'll do this. Mm. And it just it wasn't the same. Like huddling around a, a, a PC monitor isn't the same as being able to like proper oh. get like a, a decent horror on your TV screen. Like even the likes of the PT, I sat there trying to play it with Ash, and it wasn't the same. You didn't have the whole like oh god, like survival horror. My main key things is you need to have like an awesome like proper static camera, not being able to see much. Yeah, always helps out. Being able to like proper free roam and look around everything sort of ruins the the grandeur, so to speak. I think I, I'd, I'd agree with that. The uh, it's your imagination. Yes. You're, if if you're basically seeing something, but then there's stuff that you can't see, stuff that uh, very sounds that are happening. It's your imagination that basically uh, does all the work for you. To Silent Hill and Project Zero is obviously being our favourites. Uh, do a, a fantastic job of this, um, but being able to see everything in front of you now it's just jump scares. Yeah. So it's like boo oh, right that's it. It's done now. The the, the fear's gone. Yeah. Unless <laughs> that's in the real world. And you're playing a survival horror. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the real world, that's slightly different. Because there'd be so many times, like I said, we'd be playing in the kitchen and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I might just get a button that says that phrase. Because <laughs> the amount of times in we've said kitchen. it. I think I'm going to call this episode <laughs> In the Kitchen. Um, <laughs> so we'll be playing in the kitchen and you might be like, oh, can you just nip the shop and get some milk or tea bags or whatever? And we'll be like... I know what you're going to say now. <laughs> right, okay. And then off we would stroll. Um, again, this would be... Because it's a horror game, we, we play by the rules, Dave. Yeah. Because, you know, we're not one of those kids. We will play at night time. Yeah, Only it's got to be dark. Black, yeah. You can't play it any other way. has to be pitch black. That's fair. Um, so we'd, we'd stick it on and we'll play it and then we'll pause it. And then we went round went round to the shop. Now, there was... The fucking this house that had he like hedges all around the garden, so you couldn't see in. We're walking, going like, "Oh my god!" We were playing Project Zero at times, like yep. that broken neck, and we're, we're talking about one of the bad guys in in this yeah. game. And then all of a sudden, the, this really <laughs> yeah. loud. It, was, it, it wasn't even like a, a, a proper noise. It was more of a, it was just like a beep more than anything, wasn't it? Also, we like, sorry for your ears, by the way. We were like, what "The fuck is that?" <laughs> Absolutely shit! It turned out it was a, just a tiny tiny little pop yeah like, but we screamed and we <laughs> ran i'm not going to try and big it up dave no, we, were no cowards. we were cowards and it was a little yorkshire terrier we found out on the way back it, just it wasn't yipped. even the way there it was the way back we found out because like, i don't really want to go past that house and then we heard it rah, rah, rah. I'm like, oh. the sensible thing oh, would sorry. have been like to just punch, punch the, the the dog it worked on the kid it's bound to work on animals and, you know, Benny Glazer done a song about it as well. But yeah. Dog Puncher. But <laughs> there you go. we've gone into this as well in the pod before, Dog Puncher. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, that that is perfect in real life, jump scares. In yeah. gaming, now it, that's become the trope where now you know exactly what's going to happen all the time. You know, if you walk into a room and you're like, right, okay, in the hospital, like, right, that bed's going to move. Someone's going to jump out of that door. That's exactly how it's going to play down. Yeah. And, you, and you know it. And mm. that's the sad thing now. You you go into the you game and you know full well it. exactly what's yeah. going to happen. Whereas back in the old days, and especially now, I mean, Project Zero has just come out on the Wii U, uh, which I know you're excited to get because you just purchased a Wii U. So excited. Which is nice. Um, so there's another series franchise that we used to love playing yeah. through. And literally, 
even though it was all stereotypical type of of Japanese and Asian sort of stories and mythos and whatnot, hmm. scared the shit out of you. They are horrendously creepy. Well, the good thing was, it even though I mean, you say it's stereotypical. Um, it wasn't just the fact that, like you know, oh, here's like a a maiden in white. It would basically introduce it in like little tiny bits, and then you'd find journals and things that would eventually give you a full description on these maidens in white and how they came to be and like why they're so messed up why their spirit lingers and then it's the build up of the story until eventually you finally get to a point where you have to confront this this spirit and at that point you realize why well, why she's so pissed why she's coming for you why she yeah. like, like everything must die around her just silly things like uh the the woman who um brushes her hair and we kept seeing, like, you know, basically going into a room and there's a mirror oh, and there's hair pinned up against the wall. And uh, we were like, this is just weird. Why is, why is obviously the hair pinned up on the wall? It's not something you usually see every day. And then you hear, like, a singing and then, like, a drawer will open and things like that. And you t kind of take it all in your stride. So you find these journals and you find out that eventually it's, it's because this woman was in love with uh, a man that came to the village. Was in love with a beautiful man, yeah. <laughs> In a no. <laughs> you could say he was a village person. No, that's not going <laughs> on. <laughs> Obviously um, not, Reggie. <laughs> Carry on. But yeah, and basically it was like then uh, she falls in love with him, he falls in love with her, and because of all these rituals and whatnot, the the villager basically gets like uh, you know sent to one side, and he basically banished this this bloke from the village. He's, he's not welcome. But one of the things that he says is he absolutely adores her hair. It's beautiful. It's it's that that's attracted him most. So on the off chance that he's coming back, the hair constantly gets brushed and brushed and brushed until it's perfect. But obviously she goes mad over time because she loves him and she's continuously brushing her hair. The hair starts falling out. She starts becoming ugly. She starts obviously getting a fear that he's not interested should he come back. Eventually that twisted state... Uh, and that, that lunacy, basically, is uh, what she dies with. And it's that, that craziness that basically she's she's focused specifically on that. And then you actually confront her. And whilst it sounds like such a simple story, the build-up to it, and, and then when you finally see her and her hair's all messed up and her face is all messed up, it, just, it really throws you and you don't expect it. But then while that's going on, you've still got to contend with all of the other mayhem that's going on in the house that isn't even like the main part to it yeah. that's just and a random... she's also trying to kill you that's that's the, other that's thing. the main so part you're like, yeah oh you feel yeah. slightly sorry for her because the story is quite heartbreaking yeah it's as really is sad most of the the, the ghosts and stuff because mm. again i want to go into some more stories of yes. the ghosts and whatnot in a minute um but yeah it's it's her voice as well like she when you say like, why won't he come oh yeah like, why has he left me and you're like Oh God! And you can hear it, and you're spinning around. You're like, "Where is she? Where is she? Where is?" She? And it was, it sticks in your head all the time. Like whenever I see like Ash will brush her hair in the mirror and stuff, I'm like, "That's creepy." And She's I, gonna the, kill me. The, 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 there's like so many things that with the games because we got so into it, and and it's it's nice for the fact that like your your little brother tried to do like a run through. Yeah. Of them, but he doesn't really get into it the way that we no. do. He would like happily just run through everything, just like flip through all the journals, yeah, like, like your and stuff, and just yeah. not pay much attention. Go through, he's like, I don't see what the point was yeah. in that. I'm like, ah, you've got to you, really you're dive into all it. Of it. And yeah. because we would actually dive into it and then discuss it as we're going through, it'll creep us out even more. Yeah, like 
my my favourite one is definitely Project Zero. Um, see, one broken up girl is yours. Fuck that girl. Which we'll go into in a second. Yeah. But uh, for me, it was the stairs in, um, in Project oh, that's Zero. Such a good three. Part. Uh, uh, no, two, it's two, two, yeah. Sorry. It's two, the two. Crimson Butterflies. Um, so you're, you're basically in a Japanese-Asian house. Um, so, like, Dan, if you're listening to this, probably just like the place you're staying at right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly like it. <laughs> Where you'll literally be walking up these stairs to begin with, trying to go upstairs, have a little look around, nothing there, come back down the stairs. Yeah. On your way back, it initiates a cutscene. And I'm like, oh! And some woman who basically just falls down past you but as she's fallen past you it goes in slow motion she looks at you like all messed up as though she's yeah. been pushed screams and falls and you well, hear she smiles first doesn't she oh. she looks at you and smiles but her face yeah. is like brushing past yours she, she could touch it with her nose yeah. and then she gives you that little smile and then this horrible horrible high-pitched scream kicks off and then you just hear the thump and then just a load of crunch yeah. That's it. You hear nothing else from oh. crunch. And then it goes back to you. Yep. So then you carry on down the stairs. And then you're like, ah, there's something shiny by her. Oh, no. And you know full <laughs> well you've got to go to her, her corpse, basically, is what mm. you can you think it is. And then all of a sudden, it all starts cracking. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah. no. Oh, no, no. And then she disappears. And you're like, what? And then she falls again. Yeah. And it's that just a loop. continuous loop. And but she falls, screams, breaks, cracks, falls, breaks, screams, cracks, and you in the end she like stays on the floor, you can kill her. Oof, that literally stays with me so much, that it's, image. It's so loud. But the thing that really sets it off though is the fact that it's it's silent. Yeah. There is no music, there's no, nothing going on apart from you have to walk down this staircase and then you hear the thump, the scream, the thump, the scream, and it's just a continuous thing. And then even when you like uh, get a photo of her with, with your weapon um, you do a bit of damage and then she fades away and then rather than just being like you know appearing in a wall or something or coming out from under the floor and whatnot, it was literally just oh best fall down the stairs again because yeah, <laughs> that's a really clever thing to do just fucking horrible just keep, just keep fucking with your head basically yeah and it's oh it's horrible but there's it's loads of things like that like the woman under the floorboards oh god that one no, was creepy no, 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 there, no, no. where um, yeah basically she's she's under the floorboards because she's hiding um, I can't remember exactly what from but uh, basically she's hiding from something my something. fucking camera yeah. bitch bitch uh, <laughs> in Project Zero your, yeah. your, your camera is your weapon yeah. you're basically you're like a ghostbuster so to I speak you take selfies with the ghosts let me take a self no no um, but yeah, so basically she's uh, trying to avoid whatever it is in life, um, and and uh, she basically hides under the floorboards, and basically that's her little safe spot, however, she dies under the floorboards, so constantly, every time you have to go under the, these floorboards to try and navigate throughout the various rooms and whatnot, that's her safe zone, her sanctuary, so if you go there, you're a threat. And literally all you'll hear is scurrying and you're spinning around everywhere trying to find her. And the next thing you know, she's right on top of you, choking you. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's got like literally. a weird, horrible spider sort of pose <laughs> yeah. thing. Like, proper run. It's, it's like, the, it's like the, yeah, like the grudge type yeah. uh, broken arm. Like Project Zero 3 when she's up in the loft. Yeah. And Basically, just like, like yeah. literally just bombs. In other words, it's just a really horrible, horrible, scary, Terrifying. scary thing, which mm. is never a nice thing. No. But, that's where I think we thrive. Like, I, I love playing games with you. But I love yeah. playing atmosphere. Like, our latest game, like, going back to Bloodborne now. Yeah. Like, the boss we've just done, because I've... Unfortunately, I'm nowhere near as good. And I'll happily admit it on air. I'll never do it again. 
But okay. I will happily admit that I am nowhere near as good as it as you are. You are, okay. you, you are basically my, my Bloodborne or my Yarnum tourist guy. Yeah. Um, which I, I don't understand because you've only completed it once, yet you can tell me exactly where items are. Like from fucking months back when you played yeah. it and exactly which location to go through. And like, it's, that's just really... I think I've got a bit of an advantage yeah. by the fact that, like, obviously from the original, like, Demon Souls, I've been battering it from that. So, like, attention to detail is something that will greatly benefit you in the long run so remembering the tiniest little thing will eventually come back in the in the long run the bigger things like enemy locations and bosses and things will just come through time mm. um but it's like finding that one little item that can give you like a health boost or something or like you know it's that extra bit of ammo that you'll clearly need for a boss yeah <laughs> all very helpful so I, i'm quite aware i'm focusing on those little things it's just it's it's dead end because for months like when when it came out in march yeah. Um. The the listeners literally every week I'm like, so how far I'm like, I've got past one bad guy, right? <laughs> and then like next week I'm like, Dan, guess what? I've reached the first bonfire. <laughs> literally the one before yeah. the gates. I'm like, I've done it. I, I've made it that this. far, right? <laughs> next I've got to make it to the the big fucking dude. I'm like, right, I can do this. I can do this. And I struggled so yeah. hard. And then in the end I like done the first boss. I was like. Oh, I've done it. I've actually done something, and then for some reason, just like went nope, and just like yeah. never touched it again. I think it was the cleric beast that might have just killed me. I went, hmm. oh fuck that, and just like launched it. <laughs> I was like, I'm never touching this ever again. And then I was like, you know what? Actually, no, I'm not going to get beaten. I want to play something, and then I found out we could do it co-op with you. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I always have more fun playing games like this, where mm-hmm. I know I'll stress and struggle, but doing it with someone else yeah. makes it that little bit more fun. The game itself is still fucking nails, but it's a challenge that's for yeah. me it looks like it's doable now yeah instead of just being like ah oh, i'm well over face now mm. like i have you to to help me through yeah. and like guide me through it which is what i, I love our little co-op sessions for yeah because it, it's rare again now you get you get to do this now because most of the like fucking competitive first person shooters or you get racing games it's very rare now you get that type of game where you can actually go through co-op yeah. and, and play through and it's something that I'm, I'm really enjoying going through i know it's an old game now but i'm still because it's my first time playing through it. Well, yeah. And I'm finally getting through it. I'm like, yay! Like, so excited. I bought the expansion pack before. I'm like, I can't wait to get stuck into that. Now I've got my wheel, my Ligarius wheel. Yeah. For people who play it, you'll understand how awesome that is. It's yes. so fucking good. <laughs> and I love it. But again, it was one that Ash loved watching us play. Oh, yeah. Um, she absolutely adores it. And to be fair, I think playing it, she's more vocal than you. Like, literally, you'll be like, right, okay, yeah, okay, I'll just walk around here. And then it's silence. And then all you hear is, kill him, kill him, Reg, go! And that's it, like, just random screaming, Ash cheering us both on, and it's like, it's only a normal enemy, just fucking kill him! Yeah. Okay, yeah, fair but enough. But then it gets to the stage where, like, I can't, I've literally got no stamina left on the bar, and she's like, move! I'm like, I'm fucking trying! And she's like, don't you scream at me! And I can hear Dave laughing down the headset, so you can hear me and Ash arguing. Oh, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, just, babe, please, just give me five minutes. But she was, um in the bath the other night while we were playing and we got towards Mikolash. Uh, yes. Um, and then she was like, can you turn it down? Turn it down, please. Turn it down. I was like, what? And it was the baby's crying. Yes. Really messed her up in her. She was like, I can't do this. This, this is horrible. Can you just turn it off or down? Yeah. Like, All right. Sorry. And I was like, you know what? That boss fight, again, harkens back to proper. That is a horror. That is an amazing yeah. touch. Well, this is it. Game. I mean, like for the actual like uh, boss itself, the actual boss isn't scary. It's just a dude with a cage on his head. It's like Inception. Yeah. In a way, because he's, yeah, he, he's literally like, yeah. he's asleep, but he's alive in this world. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's a bit of a, a, weird, a weird touch. 
yeah. so to speak. And I just thought I'd mention it, seeing as you know, Mr. Leo actually won his Oscar for the first time ever. Hey. Yay! <laughs> right, that's news done. Done. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so basically, like that is again a build-up of things. Which what we were talking about before. You've got a, like you said, path. You basically just got to go from point A to point B, defeat the boss, done. But it's all the stuff that's going on around as well. All the like you know, it's like crazy laughter. Is like I said, the baby crying in, in the background. Um, the actual like fog inside like, set an atmosphere, set a mood, and you want to go running through and pick a fight. But you know, if you do, obviously you're falling directly into his trap. You've got to like basically take your time and and, and just pick your your attacks and whatnot. Um, but it's just done so well. Yeah, which you just don't get with many games. Go to the likes of I don't know Dead Space. Uh, we talk about it uh, like sometimes as well. It's like again, that's another one walking around in third person perspective, which could be great, but it's just a lot of jump scares. So, uh, I'm walking down the corridor. There's a load of bodies on the floor. One of them's probably going to get up. Oh, one of them got up. You know why that is, though? Because that's Hollywood trying to do Asia. That, that's, that's the issue. There's, there's yeah. not been many really good American horror games. No. Most, most horror games that we appreciate and we enjoy a lot mm. are all Asian. Yeah. But they really are like your Project Zeroes, mm. your uh, Fatal Frame, um, Forbidden Siren, your the, Resident Evil well, initial fair, ones. Like the earlier Silent Hills. Hills. I mean, look, Silent Hill 4 we both loved. It was the first one that it was uh, the American one, wasn't it? So we yeah. were just like, well... But it wasn't even Silent Hill in effect, really, yeah, was it? Yeah, it was, it? It was it like its own thing. That, in yeah, but it's still great. It's still, mm. It still had like, you know, all that, like, you know, the atmosphere and everything, but it just wasn't the same. It was missing something. It was missing that, yeah. that extra bit of atmosphere. And it's got some really, really good atmospheric parts. Oh, yeah. But, um, overall, it just like just fell short compared to the earlier ones, especially. But, uh, yeah, I probably agree with that. Like The, the Asian-style the Asian uh, horrors are just phenomenally better. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Hmm. But, again, it's, it's all... Because it's, Hollywood likes a Dead Space. Dead Space EA have fuck ton of money have been like you know what throw every single penny we've got this budget make it look glorious yeah. make, make it look so shiny make it look so perfect make it look like you know NASA has spent fucking millions on this spaceship mm. make it look all amazing whereas in Japan it's smaller teams using smaller engines going right okay let's try to do the best we can do yeah. right our, our, our engine power isn't that strong so what we need to do is like cloud up that bit there, stick yeah. some fog there. Let's, look at it, that's now got, become a staple. Yeah, because all that was was a technical limitation. The fact that yeah. the place, their engine on the place wasn't strong enough to do that whole town. So like, I tell you what, just missed it up a little bit. Like um, I always think back now to how funny it is to it's like a real time strategy fog of war. Yeah. So like you command yeah. and conquer where you're trying to get through it. Yeah. it it's a it's bit a like bit that, like that yeah. but in horror formation. Um, so it's like that, but. Literally, as soon as you pass it across to like an American producer, they have the money, they have the mm. power to go like, you know what, just fucking give it the best thing you've actually got there. Yeah. And that's why in some of the new Silent Hills and whatnot, there isn't the fog, there isn't that, because they can do what they want, and that yeah. ruins your, like, what was that noise? Oh, my God. And you can see, like, a, maybe a shadow or something happening yeah. in the mist, and you're like, oh, God, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go there. No chance in hell. It was like Project Zero going back to that with, with Broken Neck Girl. Mm. It's like... You you've literally you you have to hunt it down in a way, yeah. and it, it very rarely appears because of the limitation of them trying to figure out how to work it and how to get it into yeah. that set pattern. Um, but the story behind that was all creepy as hell, and 
that is something that will always stick in my mind. I know that's probably your freakiest moment yeah. in probably game Mainly history. Mainly because I wasn't expecting it. I mean, I was I was fine with accepting, like, you know, something's fell from the roof. I've got to go into the garden. So you walk into the garden, and then this sheet, like, kind of rises up, and you put your camera up, and you start walking towards it, and then it starts coming towards you, and I was like, right, I know it's a ghost, but this looks absolutely terrible. It just looks like... Like you know, the stereotypical cartoon themed ghost, Ooh, a sh- and a scary yeah, ghost. sheet over the head kind of thing, and I was like, "Huh." And then as it got a bit closer, I seen there was arms, and I was like, "Right, so I can see arms." Actually, no, that's a nightdress. It's not a sheet. But where's her head? All right, so she's decapitated. That's kind of weird, but I can accept that. But there's no blood. I'm really confused now. And then at this point, I'm still overthinking the whole thing. And then suddenly, it spins round. And her head is literally bent to the middle of her back. Yeah, and you see the neck all contorted. And, yeah. yeah. And it's at this point, I threw the controller into the air and squealed. You quickly grabbed the controller and paused it because I was like, <laughs> ah! Just like completely freaked out. Swung the chair backwards, light went on. I was like, no, no, cup of tea time. I'm done, I'm done. Go away. Don't want any part of this. Hate this kid. She can go fuck herself. I'm done. But, oh my God, that was the first time as well that we, we did that. We paused it and we were like, right, let's have a breather. Everything and we, we left the room and then we came back into the room and there's bloody handprints all over the screen. Oh, fuck yeah. the pause screen. Yeah. They don't do stuff like that anymore. No, if, you, if you left the pause screen, basically, I think uh, in uh, one of them you got. In fact, it was the third one where you actually got the uh, the tattoo maiden oh, and then, like oh, yeah. just a really distorted, flickering image of her face would appear and then like fade away. In the first, I think it's the first one or the second. One, I'm not sure which. It's uh, the bloody handprints on the screen and then other times you'll just hear like uh, like singing and crying and things like that. just little subtle extras just to, to to ramp up that fear mm. and you had to wait a while to see these things but still it was just something different it was something nice in a really twisted horrible kind of way but yeah, yeah. and the thing i loved as well about the project zero thing was you could you could take the photos that you take you could keep in a file oh, so, God, yeah. so you could have your best ones which back in the day the playstation never had a way to share them and no. that's the sad thing now because we can do that now yeah you, you can literally, with your PS4, you can connect it to Facebook and you can be like, oh, look at this trophy I've just got for being amazing at Bloodborne. Yeah. Like, I wish everyone else had that, like me, because mm-hmm. that's what I do. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you, imagine being able to share your, like, oh, play Project Zero last night, fucking check out these photos. And well, it's that is, was like, it. We used to, uh, basically, we'd have uh, photo albums, wouldn't we? You could basically save us something like 20 odd pictures towards uh, this one photo album. And you could have multiple photo albums on your memory card, I think, because the files were so bloody big, though. I think you could only squeeze like about two or three onto one memory card. Yeah. Um, but luckily, I had hundreds of the buggers, so like literally, we could just save albums upon albums, and some of them were just absolutely brilliant, and just like really grotesque and twisted. And then others were... some were really shit because it's like, some oh were... look, that tree's got a happy face, <laughs> yeah. and you just like take a photo of the tree, and like why? And, and then you look, and every it... single al- every single album had photos of feet. Yeah, just a random photo of your foot, and it's just for like in the mirror balance. Yeah, I think that's all. It was. Which which like back in the day now it's like. We, we were doing selfies before they were cool. We made selfies cool. We did make selfies cool. And that's an eye-opener for everyone. Well done, Rich. And <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it, it, it's completely different, like, you know, compared to now, though. But, like, even, like, going right the way back, like, if you go past um, your Project Zeros and your Sound Hills and things, go back to, like, Alone in the Dark. I, I, I can't remember what I played it on. It was on, like, the Sega Saturn or something like that. Uh, like, the way back. And just like, 
playing that and then like having silly things like uh, where you're walking uh, along like you know a little dirt road kind of thing and then you see that like, someone's watching you through the window <laughs> and you see yeah. it from like really their, their perspective and you look at it now and you're like why was this like any kind of like fear at all and obviously I'm, I'm playing these like after I'd played Silent Hill and things like that so I started getting into me, me horrors then but you, you look back at it now it's absolutely atrocious and I'm sure there's like a, a fat Santa that walks around and they're just and Lone Dark 2 I think Jack yeah. is that one I yeah. think and it's just it's all utter nonsense now but back in the day like you'd be sitting there like this is just just mental it was, it was all original you hadn't seen stuff like that it was, it was just so surreal to come across these kind of like grotesque versions of just very simple things like Santa he's, he's meant to be a nice guy he brings you presents not death that's not his job. So it's like Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Essentially, with, with, yeah. With, with like the telekinesis when the, yeah. like, the iron start coming to life. Basically, yeah. It, it was that shit. <laughs> but for its day... It was terrifying. It literally mental. was terrifying. And yeah, it, it's madness how it's, how it's all changed. Because now mm. the, there's not really any games now that, that come out and grab you and make you that invested and that involved. No. In it. And I think that's that's my issue now with with horror. We we need to go back, harken back. Because even like Alone Dark tried to come back again. Like right, we need to do something new. We don't want to um, do this whole thing of first person. We want to make sure we can you know all get together. So they did a fucking four player Alone in the Dark where it was like a compa- like a, um, a co op yes. style one. And and Illumination the, it was called. It's I, I was going to say I remember the first complaint being they're not in the dark. <laughs> yeah. So. There's the title ruined instantly. Alone like, in the Dark, no dark they, included. They have ruined that franchise so much. Yeah. Like, on the hype train, I was just all aboard it when Alone in the Dark, the not the new Nightmare, the one after oh, that, where I think yeah. it was just Alone in the Dark, and he rebranded yeah. it for the 360. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, for months and end of like, Dave, watch this video, look, he is setting fire to wood. You can pick up that wood <laughs> and move it to set fire to something else. Holy shit, it's this is going to be incredible. <laughs> and then we got him like, this is one of the worst games we have ever well, played. In all honesty, we started playing it and went, oh, that's a nice feature. And then we'd go a bit further and be like, well, that's shit. And then we'd go, oh, well, that's nice. And then we go, oh, but that's shit. And then it was only like after about an hour, we were like quickly realising that all the things that we were going, well, that's shit, were heavily outweighing all the stuff we were going, that's nice. And it quickly just faded from that moment on. We were just like, no, we'll stick with it. We'll, we'll yeah. really try. And I think we, I think like we got a fair few sessions in on it where we got about halfway through the game until we actually realised, no, this is just shite. Let's, let's Although not play we it. did, we did, we did complete it. Did we? Yeah, because remember, Fucking you hell. end up having to you leave the the city, the park, right. And like the earthquake starts fucking happening, like in twenty four with the matter earthquake thing. Okay, it, that starts happening. You're going through. And it's that time event where we kept dying at the end, like I towards the end of it. A car park when it all goes through. Yeah, through. you're you're ragging through the city. No, that's right towards the end oh, of the game. That, yeah, it just shows how memorable that is. I, c- I can regale like stories of like a specific ghost and a story from like certain horror games. <laughs> I don't remember like where the taxi was in in Alone in the Dark. But <laughs> yeah, but that's like the whole massive like yeah. build up to it. You're like, nope. Yeah, I don't remember absolutely any of that. nothing just because it was so bad. <laughs> it was terrible. It was but shocking. then, like, you, if you go, want to go like even further back, like, what's your earliest horror theme in a game that you remember? Like the, the first part that made you go, "Ooh, oh, I don't like that." It doesn't have, even have to be from a horror game. Like, <laughs> I, I've got two. Right? Right. Okay, so I have on a... <laughs> so, 
Um, castle of Illusion. Okay. Uh, Mickey Mouse, and yeah. the, when you're going to the castle, and I can't remember what bird it is. It's when it's the side scroll, the when the side's pushing you, and you're being moved okay. forward. Um, it just used to terrify me. The whole thing of just being squashed, just I couldn't yeah. do it. Really freaked me out to the stage where I end up having to like, well. Back in the day, again, this is something we we talked about and thing. When when we were kids, Sunday markets used to be something awesome. Oh, you, yeah, you could go Sunday to, you could do whatever thrilled. you want to do. You could take your cartridge for your yep. master system, with like two quid it was, and swap it over for another game. Yeah, and it got to the stage on Mickey Mouse with Castle of Illusion where I was like, I couldn't do that bit. It freaked <laughs> me out that much that we ended up having to like swap over for sp- the for Spider Man. That's amazing. And then the next week we had to swap over Spider Man just because it was so shit. <laughs> we were like, that was awful. And then in the end, I I. I did it, right? Like on the PC on an emulator. Right. So what, <laughs> you were about like what sixteen then? Yeah, it was Finally last week, and I was like, right, it's about fucking time. I can do Broken Neck Girl. I can do Side Scrolling Mickey Mouse. <laughs> um, but that terrified me. And then again, um, playing Resident Evil with my cousin didn't scare me so much. Well, it, okay. it, it was a bit freaky, but it was him that scared me more than the game. Yeah. Mainly because you'd be playing it, and he was like proper under the quilt, like watching it, like proper like scrunched up next to you, and he was like, uh huh, uh huh, and just watching the intro cutscene when oh, it was it like when the, it goes, yeah. and it cuts to the dog, and he's like, ah! just just watch it, just just, just watch just it, calm down. And then we got into the dining room, and he's like, what is this? And he's like, what is that? What is that? And I'm like, he's dead funny. But then I like proper get invested. I'm like, right, okay, so I need to go here, do that. Right, shield key is here. And then you run through the obligatory yeah, yeah. dog through the window, crap yourself moment where the pad mm-hmm. sort of jumps up a little bit, yeah. and then your cousin screams, cries, nearly yeah. wets himself, and then your auntie runs in and says, like, What the hell are you doing? It's nine o'clock at night, you should not be playing these types of games. And we're like, Oh, yeah, because we were like 13 at the time yeah. when Resident Evil came out. And like, yeah, we did have school the next day, and she's like, Why are you playing that? You got it, us. We rented it from Global Videos, <laughs> not from Blockbusters, from Global Videos, videos but we wow. did it, and literally for, for weeks on end I was dying to get back into it, but I didn't have a PlayStation, so I ended up having to always try and play it around at his, and I was like, no, and then, then he wussed out, and I was like, ah, oh, if only I knew someone that had a PlayStation I could become friends with. <laughs> We've been friends ever since. <laughs> We've been friends <laughs> ever since. Yeah, but that's brilliant, though. That's what I'm talking about. That's, that's that, like getting like you, to that point where you completely zone out everything that's around you. Like, no noise around the outsides. No, like you know, like you know, flickering lights or anything like that. You pay attention to absolutely nothing apart from what is directly in front of you. What is happening on that screen is literally all that's happening in your world, and you focus solely on that. Which takes me to my two games. Okay. Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't like underwater levels. Is it? No, I, you don't. No, I'm, I'm not fond of them. Don't care for them. But Echo the Dolphin, the further you go down, the, the darker it gets. And it, I found that quite atmospheric. And, like, you know, for a game that's not meant to be scary, I was like, huh, okay, well, I don't want to be in the dark. I will just bottom around as quickly as I can, bouncing off like squids and jellyfish, all that kind of nonsense, I'll like, bounce around and I'll shoot up here. And then you go up, and as you shoot right up, this massive bloody octopus tentacle <laughs> there. Every time I got to that bot, I would full-on shit myself. I hated it. And you'd have to basically go edging through, and basically this tentacle's moving slowly up and down, and if you move too fast, it smacks you. Every time that tentacle flailed, I would jump. Three times it'd have to hit me. And I'd have to turn the game off. I couldn't do it. 
It just freaked <laughs> me the hell out. And I've never made it past that part. And I never will. I don't enjoy the game anyway. Cause yeah. Shit. But for the time... It's you like, really hate that game, I, though. I, I will play anything at the time. I was like, yeah, let's give it a go. And, and then get to that part. And then get it three times. No, off. Done. Can't do it anymore. The worst part would be if I died and have to make it all the way back there. Because, again, I just rush through. And then get slapped by this tentacle. There's another hit. Two yeah. more and I'm done. But my other one... Zombies ate my neighbours. Oh man, that was a hell of a game. Beast of a game, right? Yeah. Absolutely amazing, but again, original. Completely yeah. original. Shooting zombies with a water pistol, like soda cans and things like that. How many games do you know where it was like, right, oh, what, what did you play last night? Zombies ate my neighbours. Oh, right, and, and what did you do on it? I shot a baby in the face with a bazooka. You can't do that. You can't describe any other thing. No. Like, That's original. That is original. Massive baby stomping around, bazooka in the face. Brilliant. Yeah, you I don't think you get away with that nowadays. Though. You probably couldn't. When you try and describe any game from now, right? Let's go, um, Halo. What, what, what do you do on that? Oh, Master Chief and I shoot aliens. Okay, FIFA. Well, I kick a ball in the net. Zombies ate my neighbours. Baby in the face with a bazooka. That's original. That's what I want in my games. <laughs> Don't ask for a lot. Bazooka, I can just imagine you now, baby. like in a um, in like in the, in the boardroom. It's like, right, we need ideas. Come on, come on. Um, no one's some baby in the face of the bazooka for a while. Get out. I'm just saying, bring it back. <laughs> come on, EA, you can do it. <laughs> but hopefully, like one of these big companies will hear this, and they'll be like, you know, that'll be like, that's a really good idea, that. We could we could do that. It's not been enough of this. It was Konami, wasn't it? That did that. I yeah, who was I can't believe that they've not brought it to like a virtual console yet, or like put it on stores or anything. Because Konami it, are, are trying to fucking you know ruin everything, everything. of my life ever they may since as well this just whole do like a HD remake of that and fuck that up for us as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll be happy with that. HD bazooka, HD baby. What a, what a combination! Nice. Well, it's, it's that kind of thing, though. Like you know, basically playing that and hearing like you know, basically the the music playing and then the baby stomping around. He's like, oh, what is that? And next thing you know, this massive baby stomping around just smacks you, takes a load of your health. You don't expect it. It's original. It makes you jump. It's that yeah. kind of thing that you, that you want. And as a child, really weird. It's very <laughs> difficult to try and get your head around. Yeah. But yeah, I I always like. Love that kind of concept of like you know well that's different you don't see that in games you, I haven't seen that before I've yeah. not seen a giant baby <laughs> killing people since more's the pity but yeah that, that's the kind of thing that that we need back now with with the various horrors and things and it, it's just missing that yeah it's missing that kind of like you know think outside the box yeah because everything now is just completely redoing over what we've had numerous times. Yeah. And I think that that's a shame now is we need to we need to get more small teams actually getting up on these new consoles and the PCs and whatnot mm. and actually just coming up with something creative for a change instead of going, right, okay, tell you what, PT was, was gonna do really well. Yeah. But it unfortunately it got cancelled. So let's do like so Allison Road. Let's do like uh, there's so many just like new PTs already that have yeah. been like green lips and the, literally since that's happened, I'm sure I read there was like twelve or thirteen different like PTs yeah. uh, that are coming out soon like fucking hell that genre now is just going to be choked it's going to be bled dry yeah but and it's not even to say like you know that they're automatically shit we're not these people that are just like you know oh it's similar to this it's going to be rubbish we are stupidly the kind of people that will be like well no let's give it a try it does look shit it does sound terrible 
all the reviews are absolutely appalling for it let's give it a little play what's the worst that could happen we'll only waste about four or five hours of our lives playing it and complaining constantly until dawn yeah yeah basically <laughs> one night box it all off and it's like wow that was that shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> never getting that time back no that was awful yeah and i'm so glad that, that hopefully they'll never do another one well again though it's like whilst we complained about it at least he made an effort by trying to do something a little different to take it away from yeah it all was. the nonsense that that was currently like you know just flooding the market the only thing with it though it was so scripted like yeah. the stage where you have to go point a to point b there was no like free mm. roaming around like the yeah. house or the mansion it was like it was the movie you had no tr- it's like heavy rain or like it was literally yeah. like go to point A to point B. It was great as it was, don't get me wrong, like we said, mm. like, you know, it was nice of them to try and do something new. Yeah. And there was yard like, oh, what was that? Well, there was there was some like and then nice it was little like, oh, here we go. But then there was other parts where I mean it's been out a while now, so you can Oh yeah we we throw in the odd spoiler. Yeah, we spoil now. everything Fair on the, the next day. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but like there were certain parts like where we'd we'd go along and be like, right, somehow we've kept this miserable bitch alive. Let's let's keep her alive a little bit longer. We're right near the end. It'd be like, oh look someone's screaming for help. Like, go and help them, or don't. So you turn around and go and help them. Oh, it's a monster. You've got no way of knowing it's a monster, and it just outright kills you. Yeah. <laughs> straight away. And I remember me doing that part specifically. We kept that bitch alive for ages, and then it was like, help, help. All so, oh, right, so she needs help. Let's go and help her. We'll keep her, like, dead. And I remember specifically looking at it, mouth open, passing the control, and just going, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> just... Also, discuss. It was like there was no build-up or even kind of clue or hint that something could be there. Something could have screwed it over. And whilst I applaud their, like you know, middle finger specifically to me at the time. Yeah. At the same time, it was like, well, that's just bad game design. You've not given me any kind of way of defending myself. Any kind of way of like you know having any kind of hint that like I could save someone. Because if I'd have just gone, nah, fuck her. How am I to know that basically it's going to cut to her and I can save her? I don't yeah. know that. How, how do I know that basically she's dead already? Or how do I know that, like, you know, basically she's going to, like, you know, come chasing after me or that it is a monster? And there is literally no clue apart from help. All right. I'm there, may as well. <laughs> dead. That, that is very true. It's very unforgiving. And it's a stage where it auto saves at specific times as well. Yeah. So the fact that you couldn't even be like, ah, oh, right, okay, tell you what, I'll go back and we see if we can keep you alive to do something else. I would have either just way, a, like, oh, if, let's if, do another playthrough. If like, she'd fuck. have got fucked over, like, and it was basically like a product of my own doing, and the auto saves. Yeah, you would have been happy with that. I would have been annoyed, but at the same hand, I would have been like, well, that's part of the game. Yeah, There's no point in doing a restart. Yeah, basically, my actions have led to this specific moment. Again, heavy rain perfect example it does it well like you fuck up that character's dead move on you've got it's just a tough shit kind of moment yeah however this one was just like nah nah you're just dead <laughs> fuck all you could have done about it yeah. so yeah and then you move on to some other fucking halfwit that you don't care about that you actually want dead which doesn't matter how hard you try that prick stays alive yeah it's a great game that yeah i loved it yeah no <laughs> the fact that like, we were so excited about it as well. Because it was like, a new horror, that's the thing, wasn't yeah. it? It's like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. It's a new and horror, it looks really fun. I didn't look too much into it either. And I remember you talking about it. It was like, sounds quite interesting, that. And then eventually, like, just before it came out, I had a little read up on it without trying to find spoilers and things. It was like, the, the concept of this actually sounds really interesting. The only thing I wasn't sure on was it was like American teen horror kind of thing. and you know, I wasn't too fussed on that kind of genre, but I was like, I'll give it a go. It's something different, something new. 
and we literally sat down and completed it in one night. Even Ash was like, bless her, she does get scared over things like that. And certain parts she was going, ooh, and she was like talking away and like, you know, waffling on things. And you could see it was like, you know, getting to her a bit. I think after about an hour, even she was like, yeah. yeah <laughs> she wasn't even now. bothered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even want to see the end. She's like, fuck no. that, I'm going to bed. Quite frankly, I didn't blame her. I wish I did. Yeah, and said we stayed up till about fucking six. Until dawn. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Maybe that's why we did it. Yeah. Specifically for that. It wasn't the fact that it was like, I'm completing that and then selling it the next day. <laughs> yeah. It's the only game I've sold uh, recently. Yeah. Literally the only game I've sold I think, for the past like, yours, three gens, I think. Yeah. It's just so fucking irritating. Oh, it was so bad. It was that bad that I'm afraid that's going to have to leave it on such a shit note. Yeah. Fuck you until dawn. <laughs> you've ruined what was a magical occasion. My first podcast and you've done this to me. <laughs> but hopefully not the last, sir. Well, yeah, that'd be nice. Mainly because I don't really want to just sit here talking to myself for the next like. That would month. be inconvenient. I'll come back. Good. That's what I'd say. Let's do it. Well, sir, it's time to kick out. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you very Up much. For now, toodle pip. Bye.